calling all my footy fans from all around the globe. Straight out of NYC, this is The Line Breaker. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to The Line Breaker. My name is Pano. I'm Dimitri, a.k.a. Juicy. And we are back with another episode. But this time, it's another Champions League reaction. What are we in now? Game week four? Four? How could I forget? Game week four, we are over halfway through the Champions League group stage, and we had another set of wild games this week. Well, how, how about we think about some highlights? What what games stood out to you just uh, from the, the get-go? There were plenty of games that st- stuck out well, to why, me. Why did you try interrupting me there? I was getting straight to the point. You were, you were interrupting me. No. Plenty of games. Barca, huge loss, played terrible. Kind of not surprising. They've kind of been, I'm not going to say the word, but yeah, they've been bad all year. Newcastle, bunch of frauds, terrible. You know, the game the game against PSG, they seemed like they were going to turn it around. That was a fluke coming in last place. That team is a bunch of bums. But PSG, another loss. Dollaruma was not welcomed back in Milan. And uh, that group is kind of opened up for the top three uh, spots. To me, the closest game was was Atletico Madrid versus Celtic. That was an exciting game. Yeah, yeah, just a touchdown, <laughs> touchdown difference. No, no uh, field goal. No extra point. No extra point. Yeah. And then Wednesday's games, we had not really surprising, not a huge upset. Copenhagen over Manchester United, kind of expected. Expected by who? You. Uh yeah, I would say so. I think I think we all saw what was coming. That that Man U team has been atrocious all year and just very lucky. I think you could say the same thing. They've been uh, getting by. My boys, uh, Union Berlin, with uh, they're they're on the board. One point, baby. One point. Yeah, that's another team that's been struggling in the competition and in their domestic league, and it's going to be tough for them to uh, even come in third. I feel like. You know, it's just one of those games where they got a result. Let, let's let's stop going through results, right? Because we're gonna go through them anyway. Um, let's uh, let's go to your favorite part of the show. Uh, do do you wanna do you wanna sound me out? What's uh, what's your favorite part of the Champions League uh, recap? Is it your power picks? It is. It's Pano's power picks. I love listening to you speak. You love the alliteration, don't you? I do. All right, so. Let's uh let's start things off. Should should I go with fifth first or first? Yeah, start with fifth. Start with fifth. Okay, my my fifth choice, and they they have dropped. Fifth choice is FC Barcelona. You knew it was coming. They had to drop a few because they dropped points to Shakhtar. Okay, this this team, they're from a country that's in a war right now. You just drop points to them. Okay, La- Laporta couldn't pull any levers for this one. Couldn't pull any levers for this win. So, Barcelona are no longer perfect in this match. It's tough for them. But, obviously, we still expect them to top the group. But, hey, listen, at the same time, yep. it, it is three points dropped. It yep. is. Now they're tied for first with Porto. They are tied for first with Porto. I still expect them to finish in first. But, it's definitely a big stumble for... Uh, for La Blaugrana. Is it La? Yeah. 
because uh, I know Catalan is a little different than Spanish. But uh, okay, we'll go with that. That's my fifth pick. Fourth place in my power rankings is going to be none other than... Who did I pick for my power? For my fourth place? I, I got I to gotta go back to the... It was in its... Oh, you're saying last uh, week? For my... Who did, who did I pick? Who did I pick for my picks? Are you, are you talking about last week? For for the game week. No, no, um, no, for the game week. Why am I blanking right now? You don't I, know your number four? It's Sociedad. Did I say Sociedad? For after this week's result, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say Sociedad. That's that's what it was. That's, that's, that is what it was. Um. So, yeah, Sociedad. Why did I blank on Sociedad? I, th- I think they had one of the best performances this week. If, if you watched the first 30 minutes, they scored three goals. Had two goals disallowed. One was because he controlled the player, controlled the cross with his hand, and then scored. And then the other player was off sides on the second one. And they also missed a penalty because they hit the woodwork. So, like, six, like, great opportunities and, like, scored three within the first 30 minutes. It was one-way traffic. Otamendi was lost. <laughs> That's your boy. <clears throat> so, Ciudad looking good in the league for La Liga. But most importantly, look, we're talking about the Champions League right now. Three wins and a draw. Of course, they are tied on points with Inter, but at the same time, I think I think that they're going to finish first in this group. Um, they're playing great. They've I feel like they've snuck under the radar a little bit because um, I don't I don't even think either of us had them in our top two when we were doing this. I I don't think either of us had them in our top two. Did you? I didn't. We got to go back to that, but you definitely didn't, right? Uh, I think I might have had them in third. I think I might have had them at third as well. So, yeah. Um, so, Ciudad at four. Now, third place, um, I'm going with Real Madrid. They are still perfect, yes. Four wins from four. Cruising in this group all already through. Um, they're already guaranteed a spot in the knockouts. And honestly, like it's going to take some sort of catastrophic results for them not to finish first in this group. Uh I mean, what, what what can we say about Real Madrid other than uh, you know the Messiah continues his run? Who who's he, he didn't play in the game? He didn't play in the game. No. Do you think Madrid's better without Bellingham? Without Bellingham? <laughs> yeah, without Bellingham. The honestly, merchant. honestly, the game that I had in my head, I I totally mixed it up with the the game with the previous match week. But um, look at the end of the day, it's Real Madrid four for four. Um, what did you think of their performance against Braga? I I thought it was way better than their previous performance where they didn't play as well and still got the result. I think this one was deserving and uh, saw both Rodrigo and Vinny find the back of the net instead of Bellingham hogging up that one late goal. And Brahim Diaz. Yes. How do you, I, I got to ask because I know we've kind of talked about Bellingham they they don't have an out and out striker Madrid, and they're still getting these results out. Like Vinny and Rodrigo are essentially playing like strikers, but they're not really strikers. They're basically like split strikers almost. Like they don't have like a recognized number nine. If anything, you could argue that Bellingham is their most recognized number nine the way that he plays. Yeah, I think they play with that like free roll midfielder that they're getting by on, and have you know. Two of the midfielders, one of them being Valverde, like consistently being a workhorse. And then I think uh, the the last game against Braga, they had Cruz. And I think he's just like filling in, doing his role. Nothing too crazy. 
but uh, Camavinga and Valverde were the workhorses, and they just let one of the midfielders just roam around and do his uh, thing. I'm going to pose this question to you um, later on once we're done with the power rankings because I feel like we're kind of going on a little bit of a tangent. Um, but... I want you to think about this whole striker situation at Madrid, and and we'll we'll take it from there because I do want to get into some of our more like future predictions after my power rankings. I'm gonna go at a, at number two. I'm going with Manchester City for obvious reasons. Again, four for four, they're perfect. I I said it last week. I don't think anything has changed for them. They're cruising. I I genuinely I don't I do not think that this team has left first gear in this Champions League group stage. It just seems like they're just getting by. That the results are there. The metrics say that they're winning the games and they they deserve to win these games. It's like it just seems easy for them. Yeah, and um, just to add, I don't think De Bruyne has played in any of the games so far, so that can be a reason why they're kind of getting by. Although <clears throat> against Young Boys, your favorite team from Switzerland, they scored three and got past uh, pretty comfortably. And, and uh, Holland with another tap in, right? A tap-in volley from outside the box. Well, he did He did score a penalty that game. All right, Poland? Uh, he, I don't know. This guy just... It's not the big game, right? It's just it's not the big game. Yeah, it's against, it's against the young boys. Wait wait until it has like a semifinal or a final title on against the Against the big boys? He's going to disappear the young boys. Uh, against the old boys. <laughs> wait until he gets into a semifinal against the old boys. Who, who would the old boys be in this case? Would it be Real Madrid? <laughs> because I'm Yeah, not. with Cruz and Luka Modric on the in, field. In the middle? Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. And number one, obviously, because they're going to win the whole thing. I've been telling you guys this. It's going to happen because the Hurricane himself, Harry Kane, the Hurricane, he's unstoppable. The, the man cannot be stopped. It's too much to hold that guy off for 90 minutes. I mean, found the back of the net late twice against Galatasaray. And uh, now they secured a uh, spot into the knockout stages with that win. It helps that they have a terrible group, right? It helps that their group is extremely weak. Three weak teams in that group, right? Um, I think Man U's the weakest. I think Copenhagen and Galatasaray are somewhat difficult away when you're playing them away. It it must be said that um you know Manchester United obviously they uh they're not looking too great but yeah you know we're we're gonna get into that after um so yeah that's my power rankings we're going again in order first in my power rankings is Bayern Munich second is Real Madrid third no, second is Manchester uh, City second is Manchester City I'm on I'm in fine form today uh third is Real Madrid fourth is Sociedad which I don't know why I forgot about them and fifth is FC Barcelona. If you are an Arsenal fan, I'm sorry, but my agenda is strong, and it will continue to be strong. <clears throat> so those are Pano's power picks. I think that we spoke maybe a little bit too much in that than we had to, but you know what? We've been getting a lot of uh, complaints about getting uh, longer episodes, so there you go. The more I talk, the longer the episode is. Are you happy now? Are you happy now, everyone? You get to listen to me talk more. So... Now let's get into the nitty gritty. I, I gave I gave you something to think about, and knowing you, you probably didn't even think about it at all. Um, Real Madrid and their striker situation. Here here is my question to you, my main question. Do you think that not having a recognized number nine in their system, do you think that that is conducive 
to you know actually winning this Champions League? Like, do you think that they could actually win this Champions League without a recognized number nine? Don't tell me Liverpool and Jurgen Klopp because I, I think that's a different story. Although I get shades of it with this team with like Vinny and Rodrigo basically being like the Mane Salah split striker kind of thing that they they were doing at Liverpool. I can see the vision. Do you think that they can they can win the Champions League? with no recognized number nine. I think they definitely have a shot. I mean, I'm not going to doubt one of the greats, Ancelotti. And I feel like when Bellingham's in and his role and that free role, I mean, if if you see Real Madrid struggling, I, I could see Bellingham dropping into the midfield to, you know, uh, give Real Madrid numbers in the midfield. Um, and he's just an absolute workhorse. Legs on him for days. He could run the whole 90 minutes. Valverde's another one, legs, energy, high intensity, and then you got to respect uh, Vinny's pace and creativity up top if he's uh, one-on-one, even from the half. You know, he pushes it by the the outside back, and it, it causes problems. I'm also not going to doubt a team, no matter how old, is he, how old he is, Luka Modric. I think when he's on the field, he just makes the game very simple, easy passes, breaks down presses, and just makes the game so much uh, easier for everybody else on the field. I'm going to give you one reason why they don't win it, though. Keppa. Thank you. Next. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> you know me too well at this point. No, but yeah, um, I saw a TIFO video, basically. like It was kind of like a funny video talking about like Jude Bellingham. Uh, if you guys want a really nice YouTube channel to watch, TIFO Football, they're the best. They're my favorite. I listen to them all the time. Uh, they basically made a little funny video. It might have even been TIFO IRL, which is like their more like in-depth stuff. Um, and they basically just like made a joke about how like Bellingham like is like a deep flying second striker, defensive midfielder, false nine, whatever. Like they just because he just he does it all. He could do it all, um, and he basically is. I mean, the guy's phenomenal. He's our you know he's definitely up there on our future Ballon d'Or winners uh, that we spoke about the other day. I'm going to go with they can't win the Champions League, though, just because, you know, I'm, I'm high in Bayern Munich, so I'm going to ride that wave until the wave dies. But it's not dying. I'm telling you right now, it's not dying. So, you, wait, hold up. So you only you only see Bayern and City, like, as potential winners of the competition? Yes. You, you don't give anybody else, like, a realistic shot? I don't think that this Madrid team has enough outside of... Well, I don't... One, I'm still hesitant about them being able to score goals against higher level opposition with with that unrecognized striker because look Vinicius Vinny Bellingham and Rodrigo are not Salah Mane and Firmino in their prime those dudes were scoring 30 goals a piece almost uh in their prime so I'm not quite seeing that yet um obviously they have you know their their midfield they're well well um spoken about midfield I'm more concerned about defense and uh, and goalkeeper, so that's why I think that they won't win. Um, in the Champions League, you need to have the best midfield and the best defense. You you need to have both of those. If anything, attack maybe comes third out of all those. So I think that Bayern and City are better overall. That's that's my take. And they have game changers in the front. I don't think that Rodrigo is a game changer. I think that he's a very good player. I don't think he's world-class. You need world-class players or a world-class system to win the Champions League. You need one, one of those. 
and having multiple world-class players in the front lines is also great. I just I, I don't see it here. Obviously, I'm not saying that Madrid doesn't have world-class players. I'm not. That's that's not what we're trying to get from this. They obviously do, but I think there's more game changers in that Bayern team overall. I know that's a hot take. I know you I already see you shaking your head, but uh. That's my take on that. And City speaks for themselves. The only reason why I don't think City could win it again is just because I just... Repeating is very rare. So I'm just trying to... I'm trying to process what you said. You said Rodrigo isn't a game changer. He's not a game changer. Wasn't it no. Wasn't it two years ago that he like single-handedly beat City where he came on as a, a sub? The super sub and the Ancelotti uh, eyebrow raise? Yeah, he also scored against Chelsea late to win that tie too. But it doesn't mean that he's a game changer. Yes, he changed the game by scoring. What I don't, again, I don't think he's going to be the reason. Vinicius is a game changer. That, Vinny's that, a game changer. That team just comes up in big moments. So Bellingham I'm is never, a game changer. Never going to doubt them. I, I yeah okay you could say Real Madrid's um, heritage whatever yeah you could argue that too. I just I I, I don't think that they're going to do it this year. And Rudiger is Rudiger. that's your boy. Yeah, but he's playing in a four back. I don't know. I'm not sold. He might eat someone, though. I don't know. He does some weird stuff on the field. I don't really know what's up with him. Well, wasn't he, like, fighting some dude the other day? I don't, I don't know. Um, so you're telling me they can. I'm telling you they can't. That's where we're going to go with that. Um, speaking of can and can't, my next question to you is, can Manchester United squeak through in their Champions League group? It's very it's simple question. Yes or no? No. Tell me why. Well, they have the they have a very tough remaining schedule. Two Rem- games. Remind me that, or remind me who they're playing. They're playing Galatasaray away in Turkey, and Bayern Munich at home. I think Bayern Munich's the last game of the group stage, and currently. The points is Bayern 12, Copenhagen Galatasaray tied for second place with four points, and Manchester United sitting with three points. So Manchester United will need, will probably need to win twice to be completely safe. And I don't see them getting two wins, especially in a hostile uh, Turkish environment and against Bayern Munich. And then Galatasaray or Copenhagen, they play each other, and I could see either of them winning that last game to give them that extra oomph to uh, pass Man U. But basically, if Man U doesn't win against Galatasaray, the, I think it's completely done. Erling Hoyland. Erling. Oh, my God. Rasmus Hoyland. Erling Hoyland. Rasmus Hoyland hat trick in Istanbul a la Rooney to secure the win. Uh, now that you said that, it reminded me of something. But... What I may add that I forgot to add, Bayern clinched not only going through but first place. So they may rest players against Copenhagen, but they also may rest players against uh, Manchester United on the last match day. Um, And something that I wanted to add, you know who scored the last goal for Copenhagen against Manchester United this time? Um... Zeka? No, a player named Rooney. Oh, yeah, yeah, Rooney Bargy. He's supposed to be a stud. He's 18. So he's I been think, linked to I think some... he's 17. 
17 he might be 17 or 18 i think he's 18 um he's a stud yeah yeah, i saw it i actually i saw the i saw the goal he's very highly rated he's actually been linked with a lot of big clubs he is 17 i thought he was 18 um yeah he's been linked with a host of top european clubs um yeah he's the next big thing i believe i believe they're calling him uh he's norwegian right is he norwegian swedish swedish this they're, I don't know, you know, he's he's the next he's the next big thing. I mean, with he's, a name with a name like Rooney, you know, you got to be the next big thing. Yeah, that is that is actually funny. I totally forgot about like him when I said the whole a la Rooney because you know Rooney's debut in the Champions League for Man U, he scored a hat trick against Galatasaray, or might have been Fenerbahce actually, one of the Turkish teams. Either way, um, I'm gonna let you know right now. I think Bayern sits. Their team, I think Manu finishes third at the very least. They could realistically finish second with a win and a draw. They could. They could finish second. Yeah, it comes down with the goal differential, but then I feel like that's a it's a very dangerous game to play, but I don't I don't really see it. I, don't I see it going that way. Look, they've been terrible this entire year and they're somehow getting results like just complete luck at this point so i think that they squeak through just because it seems like this is like the definition of this team they don't deserve it and they somehow get it it's it was like this last year and it's like this this year you remember what i you remember the stat i i showed you they should be 11th right now in the premier league should be 11th that's what that's what the underlying stats tell us they've been outplayed most of their games this year i think they've lost most of their xg battles to like the majority of them so but they somehow find a way. Bruno with another penalty, Penandez or uh, something, or a late goal after they're playing terrible, where they they stick uh, McTominay up top just to head the ball in. A la Fellaini. That's that's Mick Fellaini for you, <laughs> the Scottish Fellaini. <clears throat> so I I think that they're gonna get through. Um, they're I think at the very least they're gonna get a Europa League spot. Yeah, I I don't see them finishing in last. I don't think so either. Which. Just tough for Copenhagen and Galatasaray, but one of you's got to go. One of you's going to finish last. It's not going to be Man U, and it's not because we're high on Man U. It's just this is this is what it is. Um, Arsenal is cruising, although you know my agenda continues on them. They're 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 cruising pretty well. I think the more interesting battle is who's going to go through in second. PSV in fine form and Lon with a harsh loss to PSV, losing one nil, but uh. I'm still gonna have faith in in Lens to uh to sneak through in this group, and uh, Sevilla they're gonna finish third. Yeah, you you think so? I uh, listen, man. I don't make up the rules. <laughs> I don't make up the rules, but Sevilla finishes third. <sighs> Why are you disagree? Come on, man. Come on. Um, it's kind of shaky, but you know I can't doubt Sevilla finishing in third. That's just how they do things. That's how they take care of business. And I'm going to be here when Berlin finishes at least in third. I'm going to be here for it. Group C, they're going to get points. They're playing Braga next. Win. Guaranteed. Guaranteed dub. Put it in the books now. That wouldn't be the most surprising result, but they've just been terrible. Like, all year, all comps. If Wait, they... Go on. If Berlin doesn't win this game... I will start off the next episode. Oh, we have some time. I will start off the episode after that game by saying I love the mighty Arsenal. 
Wait, what if they if they draw? You're still gonna say it? Yeah, it's not winning. They have to win. Okay, okay. They have to win. Get They're going to win this game. Get ready, everybody. We're in for a treat. They're going to win this game. They're going to beat Braga. And they're going to sneak in Europa League spots. Bro, this is like your favorite German team. Mine? Yeah. No, 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 no. Bro, you're gassing them up so much last they were, they year. They're playing well. This is not my favorite team. They're still playing decently well. No, not this year. This year they are actually atrocious. They're not atrocious. No, they they are. Oh, actually, they're, they're in last place. They are. Atrocious. They are actually. They're yo. They're in last place. Yeah, they're atrocious. Oh, that's tough. How are they? How are they in last? <laughs> what? What? How did? How did we miss that? Because wasn't mines in last last time we did our our uh, Bundesliga? That was that was L- last week. Listen, I told you they've been terrible. So it, you know, it's just the way things go. I don't All know. Right, well, that's tough. It's All right, tough to explain. I. It is. It's tough in a lot of ways. Uh, Sociedad, Inter, Salzburg, Benfica. Sociedad, man. Yeah, These Sociedad. Spanish teams are different. Yeah, Sociedad's been playing well. There's only three relevant leagues in Europe, by the way. Uh, name them for me. Uh, name them? Yeah. Um, the Premier League, La Liga, and Ligun. That's the, why, why do you have to lie? <laughs> the only correct answer... Is the Greek Super League? <laughs> <laughs> That's not lying. What is lying is that uh that Olympiacos are the the best team in Europe. Yeah, that's a lie. That, that's a huge lie, massive lie. But um, yeah, third third best league is the Bundesliga. Third best league, easily, easily. Uh, and nobody else is close. Uh, that's why uh, Inter is not fin- finishing first in this group. That's why, because. Because Pano hates Serie A. Pano has an agenda against Arsenal and Serie A. And then Tenali in that order. In that order. Not golf. Golf is lower on my list. Um, I feel like you don't want to talk about this group. Why do you hate this group? You don't like the Austrians or, or the Portuguese? You love Portugal. What, what group? You're a big fan of Portugal, bro. You always talk to me about Portugal. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, I You're don't. You're a big fan. Infrastructure, everything. No. The laws, everything. No. What What group? The Benfica group? Yeah, group D. Yeah, no. I'm not a big fan of Portugal. Aren't you Aren't you on vacation teams, there? I would say. But um, yeah, it's a pretty straightforward uh, group. If you say so. All right, moving on to another straightforward group. Well, no, it actually is a it, it actually is a straightforward group. It's just a matter of who finishes who first finished, and second. Well, yeah, because you have 10, 10, 3 and 0. Yeah. So <laughs> That is that might be the biggest gap, right? I think it is. Um look at the city city group. I think it was 12-9 and then 1-1. One, one. Oh, yeah, that's another bad one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the other one basically. Um but hey, you know, the Atletico Madrid-Lazio group is way closer than you think. Madrid is not surefire to finish uh, to finish first in that group, but I'll tell you who is surefire to finish last. That's the mighty Celtic. Do you think um, Feyenoord can uh, sneak in to the top two? No. No, they've been playing great I know great you're ball. gassing them up. Nope, nope. No. Nope. Mm. I know you like them, but no. No. Definitely not. Lazio, man. Maurizio, sorry. Sorry, ball. Speaking of really bad last place teams, though, my favorite team, Newcastle United, uh, Group F. Yeah, they, they are 
awful. They had that one fluke game where I bought in, but they they don't they don't go into games to win. They go into games not to lose. They and sit back. And they just run hard. Yeah, they just sit back and let the pressure come, and you just can't do that in the Champions League when you're, quote-unquote, a, a big team or competitive. You got to, you know, take your chances or take it to the other team at some point, but they just invite the pressure, and they paid the price. They give me Liverpool light vibes, not just in the Champions League, but in the Premier League, and I just, that's not, that's not a long-term playing style that's, like, conducive. And when I say Liverpool light, that's, like, not that's like low-key kind of disrespectful to liverpool um they're finishing last in this group milan is doing a really good job of looking just as bad as them though (laughs) even with uh the the drippiest footballer in all of italy ruben loftus chica running the show over there don't talk to me about pulisic he's he's injured again so that's that's all you need to know about that oh and just to add milan scored their first goals of the champions league uh against psg it's a Christmas miracle Oh yeah, they beat PSG. Yeah, they beat them two one. Dollaruma got Dollaruma. I saw that. That was bad. Yeah. You, you think how much do you think it costs to print out those dollars of Donnarumma? Think it costs a lot? No, it's fake. Can anyone get the numbers on that? It was fake. Yeah, I know. I know. It was, I'm well aware it was fake. Thank you very much. I mean, it weren't they dollars too? It's not like they were euros. Yeah, it's not like they're. It's not that doesn't work. Euro Rama that doesn't work. <laughs> Print out dollars, <laughs> straight dollar bills. <laughs> it doesn't work the same. These Italian, I I will say, Italy definitely is is top for uh, for tifos and um and fans, and also craziness of fans. I agree. Uh, you know what? I might have to backtrack on that statement. They're high on tifos. You can say that. The energy of their fans is high. I'll put it that way. Doesn't make them any good. High energy. I I am like enemy number one of Serie A. I must be right. <laughs> ah, PSG Dortmund. Who's finishing first? Uh I gotta I gotta give it to PSG. I'm not gonna. Uh... Dortmund has been terrible in the Bundesliga and terrible for their standards. Ha- have they been? I mean, they're fifth right now. They're fifth. No, they're yeah, they're fifth. Behind Leipzig, they're two points behind Leipzig. They lost to um, who did they lose to last game? They lost to Stutt- Stuttgart. They've been playing well though. They're they're like up there. They're top three, no? I mean, they're the second biggest club in the Bundesliga, so they should be up there, and they're fifth. So I think anything worse than second is a failure for them. They're eight points behind Leverkusen, by the way. For reference, undefeated Bayer Leverkusen. But again, we don't have to talk about their league form because this is the Champions League. Anything can happen. I still think that PSG finishes first in this group, despite greedy Mbappe leading the line for them. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to doubt Mbappe. He's, did you, did you read that? The little headline on Twitter that was making the rounds were like, his teammates apparently are concerned that he's all for himself. Come on, man. I could have told you that one. I didn't, I didn't read that, but I wouldn't. That's not a surprising headline. I've also read that his dream move to Real Madrid is basically dusted. Like, the, it's it's clipped. Um, and that Madrid is turning their attentions towards Erling Holland, a recognized number nine. That makes sense. Makes complete sense to me. Yeah, Fl- Florentino Perez has that pull. And uh, he's not going to sit and wait around for Mbappe. When Big Flo's call comes in. 
You don't ignore it. It's different. It definitely hits different. He's got that aura about him. That four-letter word starts with an A. Aura. I'll have you. I'll have you with that. Mbappe, though. Maybe he moved to the Premier League. That's the only other place that could afford him. This this screams Manchester United, two hundred million. <laughs> or Chelsea. There goes Rashford, and no, I don't think so. <clears throat> but um, but okay, PSG in first. That uh, that brings us to our last two groups. Um, Manchester City, Leipzig, Red Star, Young Boys. I am sorry to say, but Young Boys are going to finish in last in this group. Uh, our. Are you our, depressed? Are Our like, Serbian brothers are, are going to finish. Uh, whoa, 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 Are you upset about that? About Young Boys finishing in fourth? Yes. I don't even know why you say that they're my favorite team in Switzerland because uh, the best team in Switzerland is obviously uh, FC Basel. Okay, but are you so you're a front runner? You're trying to tell me? Yes. Oh, wow. Shocker. <sighs> Shocker. Yeah, come on. Of course I'm a front runner, man. I'm a Chelsea fan. You know, most successful English club of the last front- 20 years. <laughs> We we had we had some of our friends tell us though that they're uh, we we had a very low IQ friend of ours compare them to the New York Jets. Um, <laughs> mind you, the New York Jets haven't won anything since the '60s. The only club with a new stadium who haven't won anything since the '60s, anything of relevance since the '60s, are not playing in Europe this year. Their name is Tottenham Hotspur. So that's the only that's the only club I could think of with a relatively new stadium. And who don't win anything and always underperform. Like the Mets, for instance, you know? I know we're getting into American football and uh two two uh underperforming teams, we'll put it this way. High market underperformers. Uh you know, how to how to throw that out there. But why are we talking about teams that couldn't come anything close to a trophy? Uh let's let's go back to what we were talking about. Treble winners, Manchester City. Uh yes, treble, yes. Yes. They did win the treble, indeed. Um yeah, I I don't even know. they they finished first in this. I don't even know why we're even talking about this group. Next, Leipzig second. Yep. Okay. Cool. Cruising. And finally, my pick to finish first in this group is the Royal Anteaters. Also, yo, tell me how you, you really can't do math. I've been I've been calling you really can't do tell math. me how I've been calling them the Royal Anteaters this whole time. And isn't the, the belly goal meme an anteater? Yeah. <laughs> belly it's goal. A sick, it's a sick anteater. <laughs> belly goal. <laughs> Bro, when you sent that to me, I lost it. <laughs> if anybody if everyone if you don't know what we're talking about you need to look this up belly goal do you just look that up and that'll come up belly goal oh uh, yeah it'll, it'll probably easily come right up. yeah it's a thing I, I don't know why i think it's hilarious i think it's hilarious <laughs> belly goal <laughs> everything sounds funnier in portuguese too um so yeah the royal anteaters to finish first in this group right no so Shakhtar to play europa league in poland again are they playing in poland right is that what they play? I believe I believe so, and yeah, I, I could see them. They're they're competitive, and I think they'll be a they'll do well, somewhat well in the Europa League. But yeah, they're, I don't see them. They'll probably knock out Olympiacos in the first round. Eh, we'll, we'll that, see that's if that. they that's if Olympiacos goes through, right? <laughs> Got to see about that. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see, but uh, yeah, I think the this group. I w- honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Porto finishes in first. You're but guessing it. Come on. I know I'm not. I'm really not. 
but no um, way. I, I, you know, I, I would say I would say that Barca finishes in first, but I wouldn't be surprised if they finish in second. But they need to finish first badly to not match up with like a, a heavyweight in the first round. There aren't really any like heavyweight groups though. If you like, if you really deep it, unless nah, no, there's like basically no group where the second, uh, unless you count the the PSG Dortmund group. But other than that, like no. They kind of they should finish first. If they finish second, it's tough because you're talking about City, PSG. Maybe a good draw for them would be Madrid, right? They Atletico, they Atletico draw, Madrid. They can't draw a Spanish team in the first. Oh round. right, so so that's even worse for them. Oh Sociedad. <laughs> so yeah, they have to. They kind of have to finish. Yeah, they, yeah, they have to finish first. No, they, they'll they'll do the job. Their next match is against um who are they playing next? Uh Porto. They'll they'll win the game. That's that's gonna be the Pepe will kick someone top. and get a red card. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's 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 in. That's that's another one. I see the future. <laughs> <sighs> so yeah, so there you have it. Barson first, even though Dimitri's trying to downplay them now. Now you want to treat them like underdogs because they lost to the Ukrainians. Uh, It'd be like that. Yeah, it really do be like that. Do you have a, do you have anything else for us, Dimitri? Um, no, just wanted to highlight that I think Newcastle is finishing in last and Man U will not get through. I keep telling you though, Man U is going to get through. They're definitely getting Europa League. You can't tell me that they're not going to get Europa League. Yeah, that, that's a letdown for them though. Do you really think that's all? Eh, okay. Is it a letdown though? Yeah. yeah. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who's, who's finishing top scorer? In this entire Champions League, mind you, Rasmus Hoyland is fifth, right? Has five goals. He's first right now with Morata. Uh, Hoyland's in first. Morata is is tied with him with five goals. Well, here here's my thing with the my problem with Hoyland finishing in first is if that you don't go to the the knockout stages, how are you going to finish in first when other players are racking up goals? That's fair. That's a fair point. So I think it has to be from a team that will go deep. And teams that will go deep are City, Bayern, maybe Atleti if they get lucky. By the way, Morata has five. But it's funny that you mentioned that. Griezmann, ha- Griezmann has four. So does Holland. And no, but Kane. I'm saying Morata and Griezmann are in the top three, but they're on the same team. That is pretty impressive. But the, uh, Madrid also, Atletico Madrid also beat a... Celtic six nothing. So when you're playing against Scottish farmers, listen. Um, sometimes it can just come down to the luck of the draw and who you're playing, you know. But um, overall, I think Harry Kane's gonna come out on top. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with that one also. He's gonna score a hat trick against Manu. <clears throat> so so yeah, belly goal is is not is not he's not winning it. No, he's gonna he's gonna fall off. Belly goal. I can't do that. Da- Danilo Sikon. On on Shakhtar Donetsk is also up there, twenty two year old, six foot one forward. He's looking pretty. I like it. Okay, okay. So, that just about wraps up our uh, Champions League game week four recap. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't, I don't have anything else to say. So, uh, and I'm pretty sure that Dimitri uh, is tired of talking because you know he's lazy. He doesn't like doing work. So, um. So yeah, on that note, um, this is our Champions League Game Week 4 roundup. Uh, My name is Pano. I'm Dimitri, a.k.a. Juicy. And we're out of here.